fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. You guys up for a toga party? Toga! Toga! I think I like the idea, Hoop. Toto? I'm feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. It's a lie. 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 Take your sticky paws off me, you damn dirty ape. You talking to me? Welcome to Classic Movie Night with your hosts, Anna and Sean Allen. Tonight's episode, the 1981 classic Raiders of the Lost Ark, starring Harrison Ford, Karen Allen, and Paul Freeman, directed by Steven Spielberg. Hi, Anna. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. (laughs) Ready to get your podcast on? Yeah. So, do you want to, at the beginning real quick... It's been a little while since we've podcasted. Do you want to kind of um, fill people in with what's been going on? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the last time we podcasted, I believe, was back in like... October-ish? Bef- September-ish? No, it was before. September. It was in September. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. We went to Europe. Yes. We were gone for three weeks. Yes. It was amazing. Yes. Then we came home and... And then the holidays. Yeah. We had the holidays. Yes. Um, so we were pretty busy for a while. Working a lot. Yeah. Actually during December, I think I only had one or two days off from work. Um, so it was just kind of impossible to podcast. And then, um, we are having a baby. Yes. Anna got impregnated by me. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) And now she is with child and that is where we're at now. Yeah, and it's. I was very, very sick for pretty much a full three months. Yes. So that's where we are today. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling better, and we wanted to do this podcast. We're trying to get it going again. Yes. Because we both enjoyed doing it, but we're just, we're either busy or we're just slackers. Or wife is more important sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. But we're going to try and make this a priority again. Yes, weekly. Also, with potential, I want to do bonus episodes, but we'll figure that out if we're going to do that with modern movies that we see. Because we recently have seen Infinity War, Deadpool 2. We're probably going to see Solo at some point. Jurassic World comes out soon. So I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. But those podcasts will be, um, will be a lot shorter. It'll be maybe 20 minutes or something like that. So they want to be full-fledged like these podcasts. Just mm-hmm. an FYI. Should we say anything about how excited we are for having a kid? Should we? Yeah. Do people care about that? I think they do. Okay. So. How excited are we? Really excited. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're excited. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> do I sound very enthusiastic right now? I think neither of us do, but we are actually really happy. Yeah. Today's... Um, today's my my weekend and it hasn't been working and i've been working a lot so i'm kind of in a um chill mode today so that's why i'm not doing backflips audibly <laughs> through the mic audibly audibly mm-hmm. okay so ready to get into this anna I'm ready raiders of the lost ark it's time for trivia 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 Okay, so for Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's a lot of great trivia on IMDb, so I'm just going to read like a ton of these. Awesome. Okay. The famous scene in which Indy shoots a marauding and flamboyant swordsman was not in the original script. Harrison Ford was supposed to use his whip to get the sword out of the attacker's hands, but the food poisoning he had, he and the rest of the crew had gotten made him too sick to perform the stunt. After several unsuccessful tries, Ford suggested shooting the sucker, Steven Spielberg immediately took him up on the idea, and the scene was successfully filmed. Yeah, that's one that I already knew of. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's one of those kind of like classic known things about this movie, which is pretty awesome. It's pretty funny. It's kind of great too because they're trying to make it work. Everybody's sick, and they're just trying to get through that day, and 
they it ended up with this really classic scene that's just kind of hilarious yeah exactly so trivia 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 <laughs> um freeze framing during the wells of souls scene you can notice a golden pillar with a tiny engraved engraving of r2d2 and c3po from the star wars saga they are also on the wall behind indy when they first approach the arc nice that's cool they're always spielberg's always kind of throwing little um star wars easter eggs into i shouldn't say always but he's done it in occasion you know him and george luke because spielberg is like a, a producer on the star wars films right so it's like like in the prequel tw- trilogy how they had the the race that et is that et's in the prequel trilogy so it's kind of like his the spielberg and the and the um george lucas universes are connected trivia 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 Okay, so I'm going to paraphrase this one because it's really long and it doesn't need to be. Um, Indiana Jones never loses his hat in the film as a homage to the classic serials of 1940s. Um, because in older movies, the heroes' hats always stayed on their heads through virtually any assault. Um, they did this for continuity reasons, but also because it was considered poor taste for a gentleman to be without his hat in certain situations, even on the silver screen. Um, Indy does, however, lose his hat once in each Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, all the other movies, all the other Indiana Jones movies, he does lose his hat once. Just not in this one? Yeah. Hmm. It's on purpose in the other ones. Nice. Um, Trivia, trivia, trivia. Just thinking about this. Okay. Okay, so about what you just said, (laughs) that is super interesting. (laughs) Um... Most of the body blows you hear were created by hitting a pile of leather jackets with a baseball bat. Okay. That's called Foley. Yeah. Yeah, typically a lot of times uh, a lot of the sound effects that you hear in movies are created in fashions that you wouldn't expect, especially back in the day before they had like digital sound boards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one's really interesting. Trivia, trivia, trivia. While filming the snake scene inside the Well of Souls, a python bit first assistant director David Tomlin's hand and wouldn't let go. Uh, Tomlin calmly asks someone to grab the python, still attached to his hand, by the tail and whip it so that the snap would send a wave up the snake's body and force it to let go. A stage hand did just that and the python released its bite from his hand and Tomlin got medical attention. The python was not injured. That's some, that's some smart thinking. Some quick smart thinking. Worked out well. Yeah, lucky. Yeah. How many more you got? Dude, there's a lot of really good ones in here. Well, how many more should we talk about? Um, Probably all of them. Oh, all of them? Yeah. This is going to be a three-hour long podcast. Not Just all of them. Just letting you know right now. I remember that there are some cool ones coming up, and I noted when to stop, like when they get boring. So. Okay. Um, trivia, trivia, trivia. You don't even have them ready? Okay. Steven Spielberg and Melissa Matheson wrote a script during shooting breaks on the location of this film. Matheson was there to visit her husband, Harrison Ford, and Spielberg dictated to her a story idea he had. The script was eventually called E.T. the Extraterrestrial. So they wrote that on the set of this film. On the set of this film? Yep. Nice. Did not know that. Pretty cool. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Um... The film was originally given an R rating because of the exploding head at the end. Huh. They didn't want the picture to be rated R, so they added layers of fire in front of his face to make it appear less graphic. What about the what about the um is that the like face melting scene? No, that's a different scene, right? What about the face melting scene? They, yeah, this is a different part. But yeah, the face melting one is the one that comes to my mind isn't that too. Kinda, like that seems kinda worse, right? When you see somebody's face liquefy and Yeah. But whatever. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Well, I also feel like um, even the 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 effects on this film were really well done. So like even in the beginning when the guy gets killed by the spikes, that's yeah. scary to me. Like that's scary looking. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a different time. They were able to get away with a lot more back mm-hmm. then yeah. than they are now as far as the ratings go and stuff. Like if you looked at a bunch of the classic ratings for movies... It's kind of surprising what they're rated. I remember there's um, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, um, Poltergeist. Poltergeist is rated PG. Oh yeah, but I've seen that movie and it's. If that movie came out today, though, 
no less than PG thirteen for strictly just for dis- like like uh, disturbing, scary images and stuff like that. Like they rate that kind of stuff now. Back then they didn't. Yeah. Okay, we ready for another one? Trivia, trivia, trivia. Indiana Jones's kangaroo hide bullwhip was sold in December 1999 at Christie's Auction House in London for $43,000. His jacket and hat are on display at the Smithsonian. Nice. Are we done? We're going to... I think this is a lot of trivia. We might want to move move it okay one more one more this one's really funny and it's short trivia 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 the spirit effects at the climax were achieved by shooting mannequins underwater in slow motion through a fuzzy fuzzy lens to achieve an ethereal quality huh how does that make you feel (laughs) i just think it's cool nice um okay wait 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 this is funny one more trivia 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 Indy's line to Marion when they are on the ship, it's not the year's honey, it's the mileage, was ad-libbed by Harrison Ford. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. Let's move on to... Wait, wait, wait. This one's way better. This is the topper. Jeez. I'm serious. Okay. I told you, they get really good down here. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Okay, this is the last one, for real. The out-of-control airplane actually ran over Harrison Ford's knee, tearing his ligaments. Rather than submit to Tunisian health care, Ford had his knee wrapped in ice and carried on. Oh, sounds kind of badass. Yeah. For- <laughs> Harrison Ford is a badass, just like from this movie and nice. everything he did to make it. Yeah. Um, all right. Now it's for that time in the podcast where we uh, run and break down the movie. Basically, we, uh, we go through it, break it down using my crappy notes and yeah you ready and our memories and our memories our memories might not be too good for this particular movie just because you know it has been like a month and a half or two months since we watched it sorry <laughs> so but we're gonna we're gonna do it's our been best. longer it was like before we found out i was pregnant oh really it's been that long yeah all right well <clears throat> i got my crappy handwritten notes that i wrote down here in my uh my notepad i will say though i had seen this movie before yes okay okay let's so i let's remember get, let's get this out there let's get this out there okay let's get this out in the open okay okay because i like to think of myself as somewhat of a movie buff i watch a lot of movies i've seen a lot of movies 70 percent of the daily content i take in is movie talk and whatnot and there are a handful of classic kind of um, action movies or just classic movies in general that I should have seen by now that I have not seen. And this is one of them. Well, that's part of the reason we do this podcast. No, it is for sure. I'm just saying like this is kind of like a stain on my record when it comes to um, things you should have seen. Things I should have seen. You know, it's like. Not seeing Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or, you know, it's kind of the Indiana Jones franchise is up there with a lot of people. <clears throat> so Including I'm just me. saying, just throwing that out there that, yeah, you ready for the breakdown? I just remembered that there was, there's trivia in there about the fly that you see go up the guy's, Anna, go in his mouth. We have moved past the trivia portion. Okay. It really happened. Okay. It but went in his saying, mouth. It's time <laughs> to move on, Anna. Let go of the past. Okay, well, I just feel like people need to know that fly actually went in his mouth. They kept filming it. They kept it in the movie because uh, Spielberg thought it was funny. Of course, it was. I When we were watching it, I saw it and did not remember it. And I was just like, whoa, that nice. really just happened. Okay, Anna. My first note I got. Walking through the jungle. The movie starts. They're just walking through the jungle. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yep. And then guy screaming at statue. <laughs> That's your next note? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What's your note after that? South America, 1936. That's like a huge skip. Is it a huge? Well, because it kind of had like a, didn't the movie kind of had like a bit of a cold open situation and like they're walking through the jungle looking? Yeah. What's the guy screaming at the statue though? I don't remember. Damn, this is going to be a bad podcast. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> so we're... Okay. Um, I do remember... I remember that they're by the river. 
and Indiana Jones is like tracking these guys because they betrayed him or something, and he just like whips them out of control and defeats them. Yeah. And then he goes to the temple. So, so, so typically in the past, I have taken I've taken more detailed notes, but I kind of miss a lot of the movie when I do that. So my notes right now are more vague, and we were planning on recording the day after, but obviously it didn't happen. So mm. I'm counting on Anna's memory to recall this entire movie <laughs> from these notes that I've taken. Sounds good. You up for it with your pre- pregnancy brain? Sure. Okay. Oh. Um, okay. So there's the opening scene with them walking through the jungle. I feel like the reason why I wrote guy screaming at statue because it was something awkward. Yeah. Like he just like sees a statue and he like, like blood curdling scream or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. And then, so some, some other stuff. Yeah, that did happen. I totally remember that now. That was one of the, um, I don't remember who it was that did it. I just remember that he saw the statue and it looked like a face and he freaked out. Yeah. He was like the guide or something. And then there's a, <clears throat> it's it's not a time jump, is it, to 1936? I don't, I don't know. Because don't what, what so. was it, was, um, was. I think that's just telling us where they are. Yeah, South America, 1936. And then my next note after that is, don't bring a gun to a whip fight. I think that's the river that I'm That's the river that you're talking about? Yeah. When he's just taking everybody out with his whip? Yeah. Nice. And then... Um, I, I think the whole point of that scene is just so you can see Indiana's cool whip skills first thing. So you know that he's good with the whip. That he's a badass with the whip. Yeah. And then my next note after that is spiders. Uh, yeah, because they go into the temple and there's like giant spiders everywhere. Giant spiders? Yeah, they're big. They're like like six inches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and they're okay. like falling all over the place. And he's like brushing them off his shoulders and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And then... Um, and there's really bad Hollywood um, web everywhere. <laughs> really bad Hollywood web. Mm-hmm. You didn't think that that was... I think that was real. <laughs> it was a real cave. There's real webbing everywhere. We used to get that, that same web stuff for Halloween every year. And I decorated at home and made it look so real. Like, way more real than it looks in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, my next note is booby traps. I think this is the scene where where he's like, he's going looking for the for the artifact. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of booby traps, right? Yeah. Everywhere. There's like, and then you see, that, that's a scene earlier that you're talking about where you see that guy get spiked, isn't it? Or is that a little later? That's, yeah, it's the same sequence, but it's, that happens after, like Be- after they take the. That happens after they take the artifact? Yeah. So, but, but there were booby traps before that too, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's, yeah, there's, the, the, Indiana knows how to get past the booby traps. Yes. And the other guy doesn't. That's right. Yeah. And the rock ball scene when he gets the okay. artifact. And so then... the rock ball scene happens after the he gets the artifact. Yes. The person that he's with tries to betray him and take it for himself. Okay. I remember and that. he's like stealing it and running from Indy and Indy's chasing after him and he ends up getting crushed by the spike wall. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. okay yeah. And then Indy takes the artifact and then we have the boulder scene. Which I never realized. There's a couple things that happened in this, but I didn't realize that that scene happened so early in the movie. Yeah. You know? It's like one of the first things. Yeah, it's one of the classic scenes of like cinematic history. Mm-hmm. And it happened so early in the movie. I didn't. I think I I haven't read this trivia in a while, but I think it says on IMDb that the ball was made out of fiberglass. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, if I, I remember right, I like seeing um, seeing a handful of different um, documentaries or TV shows and stuff where they try to recreate the giant ball. Yeah, like, like in the Goldbergs. Yeah, in the Goldbergs, or there was that documentary about those brothers that recreated Raiders of the Lost Ark scene by scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that kind of stuff's pretty cool. Yeah, that uh, Boulder scene is pretty great. It really is. And he's just running from it, and there it's in this tunnel, and it's taking up the whole tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, snakes on a plane. <laughs> he wrote snakes on a plane. <laughs> I don't remember snakes being on a plane. I know that you're just making, I think you just made that reference for no reason. No. But there there were snakes in the temple. I always have reasons. Were there snakes on a plane? I wrote snakes on a plane. I don't remember snakes being on a plane. Snakes on a plane, Anna. Think. I remember the movie Snakes on a Plane. 
with the motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. Anna, this is a G-rated podcast, okay? No, I think we established a while ago that that wasn't going to work because we both cuss. <laughs> so there's the scene where they are, when he's escaping from that area and he gets oh, into the- Oh, there is a snake in his plane. Yeah, he gets into the, into the um, it's the airplane that's on the river, yeah. right? Yeah. I do remember that. And yeah, and it's like one of those like uh, old timey, um, like two seaters, but it's like the one seat in front and the one seat in back. Sorry, with, like, plane with, enthusiasts. With we don't the, know our planes very well. <laughs> with the with the wing, like the wings, the wings above on his top. head. Yep. And um, yeah, and then there's a snake in the cockpit. And he hates snakes. Is this like when you first figure out that he hates snakes? Yeah. It's like definitely just establishing, hey, this guy doesn't like snakes, just so you know. Like at first it's like, hey, just so you know, this guy's good with the whip. And then this is the scene that's like, hey, just so you know, this guy hates snakes. Yeah. He even says, I hate snakes during this scene. Yeah. So. I remember. Boom. You got it. That's why I wrote the note. You were correct. Yes. And then my next note is school. Yes. Because he's a teacher. He's a professor. Yeah, this is where we go and we see him kind of in his everyday life. He's kind of back to teaching mm-hmm. after this adventure that he just went on. And then um, and then this is when they basically come to him asking him to go look for the Ark. Yeah, they're right? kind of recruiting him to look for the Ark. Yes, and th- th- this, this sequence kind of they have goes a- on for a little bit. So that's why I just... Well, they have a very long conversation about like the war and Nazis and everything and... When I was a kid watching this scene, I thought it was so boring. I did not understand what they were talking about because I hadn't learned about that stuff in school yet. Yeah. Um, But watching it now as an adult after so long, it made so much more sense. And I thought it was really cool. This is the second movie in a row that we've done with Nazis in it. Oh, what was the last one that we did? Casablanca. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think World War II stuff is cool to learn about and watch. Yeah. So I really um And it's just gonna show up places. It's such a big it's like the hugest event in history. Well yeah, I know so. course, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I was just noting that that we've what that two movies in a row have had Nazis in it for us. Mm-hmm. But the next movie will not. Um Well <laughs> that's not like because of any reason though. Like it's it's just a movie that doesn't have Nazis in it. Yeah. It doesn't take place around World War II, but we will get there later. Um, my next one is Nepal Punch Marion. Yeah, he goes to Nepal and Marion punches him. <laughs> Good thing I wrote it in the order that I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you learned her name after and you wrote down her name. Yeah. 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 Because this is where we meet basically his love interest. Right. Their dynamic throughout this movie is very interesting because is it kind of like they used to date and like they used to be a couple and yeah it's like he left her there and she's angry at him for leaving her there but the way that they talk to each other is so uh so happy no it's like there's this whole will they won't they dynamic that they try to put in there yeah um but for me it doesn't really work. Because it's it doesn't feel very real to me, like throughout He's, the movie, because it just they're just so up and down all the time. So do do you not buy the maybe like the the way it's written, or do you not buy their chemistry, or I think I would. I think it's the writing. I think if it was better written, I would buy their chemistry more. So you're but saying, the way that the script tries to make them up and down in their relationship, it's like. Um, just kind of distracting for me. It's like, okay, guys, if you're going to get together, just get together. Because they they do. They flirt the whole time, but they also are, like, hesitant to be together the whole time. And it's just this, like, weird... Um, it's like they're both putting off mixed signals the whole movie. And they do eventually hook up in the movie, but at that point, it's just been so up and down that I feel like it's just like, yeah, this is just for the movie. It's it's just for the audience. It's not for like the story. You know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So there. I kind of know what you mean. Marion's character in general bugs me a lot. Actually, is because she's a woman that thinks for herself. It's because her whole character is like that with the up and down. Like when she's first introduced to you, she punches 
him in the face. Yeah. She comes off as this badass who's like taking care of herself. Mm -hmm. And she's like the strong, independent woman. But throughout the movie, she's the damsel in distress. And she never actually does anything to protect herself. Except for like, she tries to get this guy drunk so that um, she can escape. But that doesn't end up working out for her. Yeah, I get what you're saying because in this in this uh, scene, that kind of leads to my next note: evil dudes, gunfight, hot medallion. She's she's like thrown down in that scene, right? Yeah, like, I remember her fighting a little bit. A little bit, but 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 she's not like like. She just never tops Indy, and they make a point of her not being able to. Like he's the strong one. Well, he is. The, he's Indiana Jones. Yeah, like he is, but like. This is also there's, the 80s, you know, like... There's just that clear message of, like, <clears throat> women are the damsels. Even if they're strong, they're still the damsels, you know? Yeah. And that's what I, yeah, bugs me what about saying. her character. Because she has this strong personality, that, but... It's that Hollywood she's trope. Still, that old Hollywood trope. Yeah, she's just still weak because it's the, a movie. Because she's a woman, Anna. It's because it's a movie. And that's another thing that feels unrealistic to me. Well, you know, I when mean, I'm watching it, it's just everything that centers around her. And I love her like acting and her as an actress and like her part in the movie. It's yeah. just that it's a little sexist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish that they were able to find a better balance with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, I I I totally understand what you're saying as far as like like, they kind of build her up to be this badass, but she's not throughout the movie. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but getting back to that evil dude's gunfight hot medallion, that was a crazy scene when they're fighting when in the, in yeah. the bar. That scene, <laughs> I had forgotten about that scene, so rewatching it, I was just like blown away by it again. Because it's it really, violent. it's it was, violent and scary. And like, I remember being afraid of it as a kid. Oh, really? And watching it now, I was just like, wow, I can't believe I was allowed to watch this when I was like, even 10 years old. That you were allowed to watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Because my parents were pretty strict about movies that we could and couldn't watch. But it's Indiana Jones, you know, like there were a few things that were exceptions because of what movie they were. Yeah. And that was one of them. Um, okay. You want to move on? Yes. Um, <laughs> so um, they 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 end up going to Cairo. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And then there this is the first time we see. Um, this is the first time we see the the little monkey, right? And the monkey does the Nazi salute. Yes. Yeah, that's my because I got monkey Nazi salute. And that, my next note. that was a really long trivia one that I read too, where they actually they just kept taking that take until he did it. Really? Yeah. They really wanted him to do it. Um, sword to a gunfight. Boom. This is the scene that you were talking about where where um, they're in the marketplace and the guy pulls out his sword and he's like like whipping it around. Wow. like Yeah, getting ready to fight. <laughs> and that Harrison Ford just pulls out his gun and shoots him. Yeah. Right? That classic scene. It's so good. Um, there was a couple things that happened in this movie that was kind of like um, totally... What's the word I'm looking for? They're totally um, just events to help push the plot forward. Yeah. In the sense of like, after all this happens, it's just a bunch of random children that save Indiana Jones while, while he's like getting chased, right? Because my next note is children save Jones. And I think I re like, if I remember correctly, there's some sort of scene where like these kids, like a group of kids helped him out in some way. Do you remember that? What's your next note? My next note is poison. Poor monkey. Okay. So the scene you're talking about, I think Indy and Marion are together at this point and she's with him and they're they're going to try to find the Ark. No, right? this, this, this is still like right after the, this is still in the marketplace. Yeah. But he went to get Marion and there there's people that are after her because she has the medallion. Yes. Right? But, but, but they're split up at this point and they end up capturing Marion. Yes. And, so, but this but, is the part where Indy hides in the who hides in the basket. I I, I feel like was it Marion or Indy? I forget who it was, but I feel like the kids almost like like the the people who are looking for Indiana Jones. Like I vaguely remember him like in a room or like these kids like 
disguise him or something or like stand around they do something just that seems completely out of nowhere yeah where they damn i wish i would have wrote better notes <laughs> i wish i had better memory yeah but anyway that, that scene where they're getting chased in the city is pretty cool i just remember that kind of being a little bit of an eye rolling scene i'm like where the hell who who are these kids and why are they i don't remember coming the kids out of nowhere and saving them i don't remember kids at all you don't remember that no there's some I apologize that I can't fully remember what happened, but I just kind of... It was I remember they capture Marion. Indy sees a truck explode that he thinks is the basket that she's in, and he thinks that she's dead. Yes. Yeah. He's chasing after her. She's in the basket. Mm-hmm. People are carrying the basket and kidnapping her. Yes. They put a basket in the back of the truck, and the truck blows up, and Indy thinks that it's the truck that Marion was put into, but it's not. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. I remember that. It's now that you're saying that part, I remember that part, yeah. Um and then there's the poison poor monkey. Yeah, so later um Indy is meeting up with the guys who hired him to find the ark, I think. And yeah. um they're given like dates. Okay. I think they're dates. Okay. And the monkey eats one and Indy's the guy that Indy's with is about to eat one, but Indy sees the um, the monkey has eaten one and is now dead. It is now dead. It just is like it falls over and dies on the floor. And I see I, that's another thing, too. I remember, you know, seeing the monkey and stuff like that. And I didn't realize it was such a quick turnaround between the monkey, them showing the monkey and then the monkey actually dying. Yeah, because you kind of think almost that the monkey is going to be a companion for Indy yeah. throughout the movie. Like it kind of feels that way, but he doesn't end up being that. And then I feel like I kind of, I feel like I take a couple jumps I feel throughout my note taking because my next note is tomb diving and Marion. Yeah. So this happens when, do you have the part where she's trying to get the guy drunk? I don't think that I noted that, but I feel, but this is all during those same, like that same area. Yeah. I feel like she tries to get him drunk first so that she can escape. Yeah. Because this is the tomb that's like underground. Right. Yeah. And then he, she, yeah, she tries to get him drunk so she could escape. But then he ends up like putting her down in the snake pit. Right. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, it's like a tomb that they cover up. Yes. With her in it. And then Indy's in there with her. He's trying to save her. He also is there with the medallion. Um, yeah. Dur- during this whole sequence, I got a few notes because I got, I got, um, Tomb diving Marion and then another scream at a statue. Like they see like I don't remember somebody else that. screamed at another statue. And then I got Burn the Mall. That's which, probably in regard to the snakes. Yeah. Because um, at one point they were using the torch to push them back and stuff. Did they ever actually burn the mall or was that just like me writing Burn the Mall because they were using the fire to try to push them back? I don't think they burn the snakes. And then um Trapped in Tomb Escape. Yeah, so Indy is there. He wants to save Marion, but he also has the medallion with him, and he uses it in the right place at the right time to get the coordinates for the arc, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he has that, but he ends up being caught and thrown in the pit with Marion, and they escape by knocking over this big statue. Yes. Yeah. Sounds right. And... um. The statue creates a hole in the wall. They get out through the hole in the wall. Yep. And the fire thing is them trying to burn the snakes out away from them when they're trying to figure out what to do. So. And then, um, and then I got the airplane scene. Yes. This airplane scene is another one of those classic Indiana Jones scenes that I'm, I marked it down in here during this part of the movie while we were watching it. For some reason, I was getting really tired. Well, we were watching it kind of late at night. Was it? Yeah. So, um... I think we turned it off. Did we end up turning it off and coming back to it? Yeah, we watched the rest the next day. Yeah? Yeah. Um, the plane scene is really interesting because I had for- I had forgotten about it completely. Yeah. And when I told my mom we were watching this movie, she was like, ah, the plane! And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, the plane is... It's, I, uh, it's memorable because... Indy's fighting all these guys and he's destroying all of them. But then there's like one big guy that it's just like, it's a hard fight. And if the plane is moving around with Marion inside, she's like trapped in there. 
and the plane just like runs into this guy and he's just like the propeller of the plane yeah right? he, yeah the propeller like slices him to bits nice and that's how indy defeated that guy that's how indy defeated that guy yeah it was quotation marks yes Doing quotation marks with my fingers <laughs> um and then this this goes into a chase scene Is that, that would make sense goes? Because they're in the camp of these people. Yeah, because because then this is that um, this is that scene. There's a chase scene, and then I got um, like this is one of those chase scenes where where they shoot the scenes, and you could totally see the setup of like a truck flying off a cliff or something like that, right? Because I got a few notes here. I got chase scene, flying off the cliff, and then under the truck, right? You just wrote under the truck. Yeah, because there's that scene where um, where Indy's like being dragged on the ground as he's holding on. Oh yeah, and then he's like pulling himself underneath the truck, or he's like he's on the truck and he's trying to get the driver, and he ends up underneath it somehow. And then was this a really cheesy scene where um, it's like implied that he's hitting their cars? But you never see the impact. I think so. I think you that's only I'm, see their cars like rolling over. Yeah, I think that's what I'm talking about when I said it's kind of one of those. Uh, the way it's shot is like you could totally see them like okay action, it's and then so you see staged. like a truck fly off a cliff. Yeah, like like they just film a truck fly off a cliff and then cut. But you don't, you know, it's kind of things that they had to do back then before special effects. Yeah. But it's kind of noticeable with today's modern chase scenes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's still a fun chase scene, but you could totally see some of the um, the staging, the state, yeah, the staging and whatnot. Because then I got uh, flying off the cliff under the truck. Okay, so here's another thing talking about like the kids up below. My note is why do the townspeople help? What did I miss? Because um, yeah, I mean. A, it was another scene where in, I think Indiana Jones just got a lot of help from a lot of random people, and I wasn't sure why. I think I remember that, and there's an acquaintance of his there. Yeah. Wasn't there a guy in a white suit that helps them? I don't remember. They're like standing is, on the balcony talking to him. I don't remember if him. this is that part or not, but it might have been, but it, I think it might have been one of those situations where we're just randomly introduced to a character, maybe, and then it was like- yeah, It's like a character from is, Indy's why, past. Why is this person helping him? He knows He knows him. So I, I felt like that there was just something missing to kind of connect it all. And Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. I, I think it's just we're expected to um, go with it. Yeah, I kind of felt like, like I missed something. Hey, there. they know each other. And then my next note is, what a slut. <laughs> and that was something that Anna said while we we're watching it. What? You said, what a slut. I was definitely joking when I said that. It probably was directed at Marion or something. Probably. I mean. But yeah, I was definitely joking. Is that when they hook up? Probably. When Marion and Indy hook up? Does she come out in like a nightdress or something? maybe I, I think yeah you know when they're on the ship i yeah i feel like that this is the part that kind of seemed really random like after all this chaos all of a sudden like there's kind of like this they're hooking up like yeah kind of yeah cheesy hookup scene yeah and i think that this was that because my next one is mere flip bang does that ring any bells why do you like, write notes flipping? like that i don't get it there's well, no there, context at all. There, an, because I'm trying. <laughs> I feel like if we recorded this the day after we watched it, it would all make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to take quick little nuggets of notes for bullet points, but I don't want to miss too much of the movie. Yeah. You know, but right after that, I have sleep time. So I think that's, I think that the mirror flip bang, um, I think Indy, Indy like, like gets hit. Like, it's one of those old mirrors that, like, rotate around or something. Oh, and yeah. And Indy ends up, like, getting hit in the head with it or something. Was it Indy that did it? I thought Marion did that to somebody. I, I, I think it was kind of one of those. I think it was, like, an accident thing. I don't remember. But, but I remember the mirror flipping and hitting someone. Yeah. And then... um. Jeez, sorry, guys. And then they... And then sleep time, they end up passing out after, um, after uh, you know, they have... They have their time together. And then... Uh, not oh, that's right. Okay. You remember now? I remember. I remember. She flips the mirror and hits Indy with the mirror, right? Yeah. 
on accident. Yes. And she like is taking care of him and then they get together. Well, isn't she already she's taking like, care of him from the chase scene because he's all bruised and beat up? Yeah, but then and she then, made it, it worse and felt yeah, bad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So then they got all snuggly. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, Nazis take ship to get to Ark. So they the Nazis come and overtake the ship, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they want to find stuff. the Ark first. And then um, Indiana hops on a submarine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so okay we're, we're we're getting close to the end here my notes are getting about coming to an end and then um because i got jones hops on a submarine and then my next one is rocket launcher somebody know. had a rocket launcher oh crap what was that i'm kind of seeing it in my in my head um not ringing any bells to you at all Mm-mm. um well what about jones hopping on the submarine i remember him hopping on it and me being like that's a great idea but um, I don't remember where it goes or what happens. Anna, you've been so good so far remembering things. This is the worst one we've ever done, I no, think. No, it's not. No? What was the worst one then? So Indiana Jones comes across... That's not a rocket launcher. That's a bazooka. It shoots a rocket. Oh, okay. Same, whatever. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Jeez. So he's um he comes across That's right. their convoy. He just is, he escaped on the submarine and it took him to the same place that yeah, they were going. Yeah. And then he comes across their convoy and he's standing up on some rock ledges in the desert. In the desert holding a, a rocket launcher yeah. pointing at them and then he probably stole it from the submarine. And then that's where he kind of like um somehow. Yeah, probably. But that's <laughs> where he um you know basically is like hold it right there type of situation. And yeah, it turns into a Western for a second. Yeah, and he's holding a rocket launcher. And then and then this, and then this, I wrote the next one was Fly in the Mouth, which was that scene that you were talking about. Where yeah, because they're talking and the, the fly just like goes into the bad guy's mouth. <laughs> it's so noticeable While he's talking. Too. It's so distracting and that I don't remember their conversation. He does a great job of keeping his composure. And yeah, he just, didn't do anything yeah, about it. So it's awesome that they kept that in. It was really hot when they were filming. And then at this point, uh, Indy and Marion, and they're they're both captured at this point. They're basically prisoners. And they end up going to the Ark, getting taken to the Ark along with the bad guys. And then my next note is about the bad guys opening the Ark and how brutal it is. Yeah, all these green ghosty people come out and kill the, all the bad guys. Kill all the bad guys. Yeah, that but they like it. disintegrate. Like they're just, like they just melt. They just melt, and then the bad. This is what the bad guy's face melts off his and head. Indy tells Marion not to look at it. Yeah, like he knows. Yeah, not to yeah. Look they're at both like somehow. tied up to a pole. Yeah, like back to back to a pole on a pole. So they're like hugging each other, kind of. Yeah, and then they and like close their eyes and look away as these the arc kills everybody. Yeah, basically they're like we're not a part of this. <laughs> yeah. and, Try to look um, invisible. That is our, um, that's just about our sad attempt at breaking down this movie three months after we watched it. What happens at the very end? This is, uh, they get the arc and then they take it, he takes it back and I got top secret warehouse. It's like the, the ending scene is like a giant warehouse that's supposedly filled with a bunch of artifacts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's where they're keeping the arc at. But it's like the way it's shot, it's like a warehouse that's unrealistically big it's mm -hmm. like you don't see the end yeah you know it's like a warehouse that goes on for miles and miles and miles so what happens with marion and indy do you remember i don't know if it ever like if they ever have like a goodbye moment or anything like that yeah i don't i don't remember if they do or not i just remember that it's pretty clear that they're not gonna be together yeah it's yeah i think like, that they're yeah it's they're doing their own thing basically and that's it that's it for our breakdown of the movie Ta-da. I promise anybody who is still listening, <laughs> I promise that next week's will be better. We're going to be more on top of watching the movie a lot quicker. Of doing the podcast a lot quicker after watching the movie. <laughs> Sorry, I had to think about what I just said. Um, all right. Now it's time for do 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 Google Play reviews. That's or, your job. Yeah, this is my job. So what I'm going to start doing... <clears throat> is I've been kind of just reading random ones off, like looking at my phone, reading them off. But I'm going to make this a five, I'm going to do five reviews just so people know. 
So it's not too short, not too long. But for this particular uh, movie right now, only got four. But let me read them off. First review. One of the best movies ever. I'm sure most people know Dr. Indiana Jones, right? Adventurer, teacher, and fighter, as in kicking Nazi butts. Anyway, everything is perfectly done. The script, story, special effects, cinematography, dot, 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 the works. Five stars. That was by Michael. That was good. Okay. I feel like you read that perfectly. (laughs) People really rate this five stars. It's classically cheesy and unrealistic. And it's not because it came out decades ago. The remake was no better. There was no remake. They're talking about... They're talking about the sequels. They're they're talking about Indiana Jones and the... Oh, the the new one. Crystal Skull, the really crappy one. But it was not a remake. And it wasn't better either. (laughs) The remake was no better. Still dumb. Save your money, people. One star. That was by Lindsay. One star? Come on. Lindsay hates this movie. That's fine. That's Film is subjective. I obviously didn't like it. Obviously. Okay. I obviously didn't like it. It's got dead bodies popping out of walls, bad language, and a bar scene. Okay, are they Mormon? (laughs) It had a cool truck chase scene, and Harrison Ford did a good job playing the main character. That's why I rate it two stars by Nick M. That guy's definitely Mormon. And I can say that because I was raised Mormon, and that just like brought back childhood guilt. (laughs) What is wrong with you young millennial kids? How could you not like this movie? They don't make good movies like this anymore. Great movie. Need more like it. Five stars. By a Google user. That one was fair. (laughs) Um, Okay. That's it for the reviews. What about our ratings? Well, Anna, now that you mentioned that, it's time for our next segment. Is it a classic? Yes. I kind of wanted to, um, you know, we do our our, our ratings out of five stars, but I also want to... Because we're going to watch a lot of older movies, and this is the part where we rate it and also determine whether it actually is a classic in our eyes. So, you say that this is a classic. Yeah. What does Sean say? Jeez, that's going to... Sh- they're not going to hear that you said anything. <laughs> I agree. I believe this is a classic. Yeah. Definitely a classic. Indiana Jones, yeah. And... My word matters the most. What is your definition of classic if we're going to do this? Like there needs to be some standard. Like like, let's say, basically, is it a good movie? Is it a great movie, basically? Okay. You know, know, you're not going to say that that, um, Mac and Me is a classic movie. Did you just make that up? I don't know what that is. (laughs) You don't don't know what Mac and Me is? Mac and Me is basically uh, a um, E.T. wannabe movie. Oh, yeah, have you seen that clip? I think I might have showed you that clip online where every time that uh, Paul Rudd goes on Conan, they show a clip of a of a kid rolling down a hill on a in a uh, wheelchair, and his wheelchair ends up flying off a cliff into a river or something, and then it shows an alien head pop up and look over. It's a it's a movie that I saw as a kid, and it's not a classic. <laughs> uh, how many stars would you rate this? I give it three stars. Three stars? Yes. Anna hates Indiana Jones. No, I love Indiana Jones. Hates it. Three stars is like, I like it. You like it. Um. Okay. I give it I give it three stars because I love this movie. I It brings back childhood memories. Um, I've always loved that he was afraid of snakes. I like the Indiana Jones character. I like the story. And... Even the side characters. And I like Marion too. But the flaws that I mentioned before are big enough for me that it's distracting when I'm watching it. Yeah. So it has to be brought down a couple of stars just for that. So so this movie to you is a good movie. It's not a great movie. Yeah. It's not an amazing movie. Yeah. It's like, I like it. It's a good movie. I like it. Yeah. Okay. With that being said, um, I think I would rate it a little bit higher. I don't know if I would say it's a great movie. I would put three and a half stars. Is what I would do. Okay, That's I didn't know we could do half stars, so I'll do. We three had and this half conversation also. in the last podcast because okay. you wanted to do a half star. Okay, yeah, I would give this three and a half stars. Okay, then. okay, so, so so we both fall that it's a little bit above a good movie, but not quite great. With that said, you know a lot of people 
have a lot of nostalgia for a lot of these kind of movies. So some people might hear us saying three and a half stars and be like, you guys are idiots. Okay. (laughs) But I don't have the nostalgia with these Indiana Jones movies. If we were to sit here and if we did like Empire Strikes Back and with the nostalgia I have watching that as a kid and everything, you know, that's a different story. But as far as watching this movie for the first time in 2018, that's the rating I give it, three and a half stars. I have nostalgia for this movie a little bit, but when it comes to rating movies for me as an adult, I- You try to look at it objectively? Yeah, like- As if- you're watching for the first time now? I can still be objective about it, yeah. Like, there are certain movies that I loved when I was a kid and I love now, um, and that's just never going to change, but it's because I really think that they're great movies. So this movie, it's like, I don't know. To be honest, I guess with this one, I've felt kind of the same about it my whole life. Yes. I, when I was a kid, I liked it. Right now, I like it. It's kind of the same. Okay, fair enough. But, yeah. Um. Okay, so that's that's how we review it. And then um, another thing I wanted to start doing is, in this day and age, they're always remaking things or having spinoffs or anything like that. So I want to have a segment after this part where we briefly kind of mention any kind of news on the franchise or remakes or anything like that, right? So news regarding... The Indiana Jones property, as far as when I originally wrote this outline, which was a couple months ago, but not much has changed since then. But they are making an Indiana Jones 5. Is Harrison Ford going to be in it? Starring Harrison Ford. By the time they make this movie and it comes out, I think that he's going to be like 80. Wow. Or something like that. Hang on. Let me let me check real quick to see, um, to see his age. Actually, here, let me. I'll just go in and say that. The movie is to begin filming in two thousand in April two thousand nineteen and set to release sometime in two thousand twenty. Thirty nine years after the original. What do you think about that, Anna? I think that Harrison Ford got super lucky in his life of acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like to have a franchise be picked up after forty years and it's a continuation, not a remake. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, so when this movie comes out, he'll be approximately 78 years old. Yeah. Still but playing everybody, Indiana Jones. Everyone loves Harrison Ford. People do love Harrison Ford. He's a good guy and he's a good actor. I think so. that's part of the reason why the new Solo movie didn't do that well. Because yeah. people, Harrison Ford is Han Solo and I think a lot of people just didn't They're care loyal. to see somebody else playing that character. Yeah. With that said, Anna. We're not done. We're almost done. <laughs> Do you have something else to say before I move on to uh, next week's movie? Favorite character. Favorite character. I always forget the to, I always forget that part. It's my favorite part. My favorite character is easy. It's just it's Indy. Me too. Yeah, I mean he's the driving force behind this movie. You he's know? the whole movie. Exactly. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and say my favorite character in this movie is Harrison Ford. That's not Indiana Jones. That's the same thing. Just kidding. No, it's Indiana. <laughs> For sure. Indiana Um, Jones is a great character. Yeah, he's fun. He's, you know, he's a, he has a charisma and he knows how to use a whip very well. He's very nonchalant. Yeah. He's a good character. You know, kind of makes me, you know, watching this movie kind of makes me a little bummed that I didn't watch it earlier, that I didn't quite get into it when I was younger because I feel like I would have really liked it. Like when I was a teenager or even younger. Um, For some reason, I just always felt that I wouldn't be that into it because the whole adventurer guy just never really intrigued me, like piqued my interest as a kid and stuff. But I'm glad I watched it. And yeah, I think that he's he's my favorite character. Me too. Yeah. Next week's movie. Let me introduce it by playing the trailer. A beautiful maiden with a spellbinding destiny. On her 16th birthday, she would prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel. From this slumber you shall wake. When true love's kiss, the spell shall break. Make it blue. (laughs) Make it pink.
The spell is cast, the magic is real, and a kiss will change everything. I just love happy endings. Disney's ultimate fairy tale, Sleeping Beauty. Everything's so wonderful. We are watching the 1959 classic, Disney classic, Sleeping Beauty. Yes, which I picked. This is Anna's pick. Um, I Anna really wanted to watch a classic Disney movie. And I tried I'm trying to remember which ones I've seen and which ones I haven't seen. And I would say I'm 98% sure that I have not seen this movie all the way through. I know I've seen little bits and pieces at the maximum of this, you know? Yeah. Like, I have not sat down and watched this movie ever. It's because, you know, when I was a little boy, I wasn't really into Disney princess type movies. You know, a movie called Sleeping Beauty. You know, I was, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but so we are going to watch Sleeping Beauty. And uh, for anybody who has been living in a cave for the last um, 60 years like me, here's a synopsis. After being snubbed by the royal family, a, mo- let me learn how to read, a malevi- malevolent fairy places a curse on a princess which only a prince can break along with the help of three good fairies and it's looking over what it says to make sure that i didn't butcher it that's so weird it actually says a malevolent fairy that's such a weird word to use for maleficent (laughs) that's why i was like what is that what it really says yeah yeah that's what it really says and and that's the imdb synopsis that's hilarious okay so that's uh that's our next week's movie. Um, I did not look up where you could watch it at because we have the Blu-ray, but I'm sure you could find it. You know, just Google it; you'll find it. It's I don't. Sleeping Beauty. It's Sleeping Beauty. It's know. a Disney movie. Yeah. Somebody you know has it. If not, I'm sure that there's some sort of streaming thing you could find it on. I don't know. The Disney's kind of weird about their movies. For but me, like I'm pretty sure you've seen it before. Most people. So yeah. <laughs> um. So that's that. Uh, we will end with. Um, is there anything? That you've been watching lately or anything you want to give a shout out to? Anything you want to promote? Anything real quick before we end this? Well, we just saw Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool 2. And that was really great, actually. I liked it better than the first one. Yeah. I I would also recommend Deadpool. I'd also recommend Infinity War. Um, Let's see. Any TV shows? Nothing? Um, Still like the Goldbergs. Still like the Goldbergs. That season's ended. Yeah. Some of these shows have ended. I feel like we recently just watched something on Netflix. or We watched Coco last night. Yeah, Coco was great. Which is the first time that we saw it. I kept hearing great things about it, but we never got around to watching it. But we watched it last night. We both really liked it. And yeah, it was a very emotional movie. Yeah, it was, was great. On, like I was on the verge of tearing up at the end for sure. Had to be strong. I was on the verge of tearing up like four times be throughout strong. the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, Toys That Made Us is back. With some episodes, I love that. Anna doesn't really care for that much. Yep. Um, we're just, a little bit behind on Hand, Handmaid's Tale, but so far I'm not really digging the season as much as Anna. Yeah, I feel like he needs to give it more of a chance. Anna. But actually, this one of the episodes where there was just that long sex scene, I yeah. didn't like that. Yeah. And like, I don't mind sex scenes, but when it's like all about the sex scene, it's kind of like, come on, guys, you're wasting my time here. Like, tell me the story. Yeah. You know? And, uh... Okay, so one thing that I really wanna wanna give a a uh, recommendation for is Barry on HBO. Yes, Barry was so good. An amazing show. I'd highly recommend it. Love Barry. And uh, Westworld has been very up and down this season, in my opinion. I feel like it's had. I agree. Some really high highs and some really low lows, but overall, it's. I don't think the lows have been low low. I just think that. I feel like some parts have just been extreme kind of dragging kind of boring yeah and, i agree with that um but that's all i got but a lot of westworld has been well okay there was one episode in particular of westworld that was really good yeah um and i'm kind of hoping that these other ones that are kind of dragging a little bit are leading up to another episode like that yeah um i want to tell you that i watched uh i don't know how old this is but I watched Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, that, that, that movie's a couple years old now. That one's really good if you haven't seen it. I really liked it. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. I guess that's it. Um, like I said, next week, Sleeping Beauty. And we might record a couple, uh, one or two quick bonus episodes of a couple more modern movies. 
Um, you could uh, please subscribe to our podcast and rate it if you can. And follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Do you remember what it's Classic Movie Night Podcast. Is it podcast or is it pod? It's Classic Movie Night Podcast. On Instagram? Yeah. And um, yeah, so follow us on social media and all that stuff. And you, and from those, you could probably find our personal accounts too if you want to follow us in our other endeavors. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, say, say bye to everybody, Anna. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>